toast rom-coms. I'm Marie. I'm Allison. And welcome to the newest edition of, let's see who you can hear yell at my kid to go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's a lot of go to sleeping happening up there. Got it. I like that one. That one was my favorite. (laughs) I also really like pretending to go to the bathroom to try to get a few more minutes up. Uh Uh-huh. It's crafty. Yeah, she she's getting some crafty ideas on how to extend that bedtime. The other day, she also told me that when she sleeps in mommy and daddy's bed, she stands up, goes to my nightstand, takes all my jewelry off the jewelry holder, looks at it, and then puts it back before actually sleeping. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Thanks for snitching on yourself. Are you in there when she does that sleeping? Or no. does she? Oh, okay. <laughs> no. If you get in the bed before she falls asleep, it's like a guaranteed another half an hour before Oof. she can calm down enough to sleep. Oof. Yeah. To be fair, that's me too. I can't, like, I don't immediately go to bed once I hit the pillow. Yeah. So. Yeah. I get it. She just needs a phone. <laughs> She just needs some scrolling before she goes to bed. Then it'd be fine. Yeah. Um, no. I'm going to go with a big <laughs> no on that one. Um, so today we are going back to talk about Joe versus the volcano. Back to Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. Meg Ryan, Meg Ryan, Meg Ryan, and Tom Hanks. May- oh, yep. Got it. <laughs> okay. Took, I, maybe I had a brain cloud. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> We're loving this movie. Yes. Uh, so Joe versus the volcano. Um, we did Sleepless in Seattle um, a month or two ago. And now we're working our way through the big three of, of Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. So we got Joe versus the Volcano this week. I think definitely the least well-known or well-loved of the three of you got mailed this in Sleepless in Seattle. I would agree with that. But at the same time, I'm still surprised that this had like a drink for the movie. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Thank you, Cinema Sips, as always. Yes. For- getting down to business way before we even thought about getting down to business. We can't make our own drinks. We just like to emulate, like think of our own drinks. We can't concoct the recipes. That's right. We'll come up with a with a relevant drink name, but then we search for it online, which oh, is so yeah. much better. It is. In my opinion. I think so too. Mm-hmm. And especially if you got a brain cloud. <laughs> Uh, so speaking of the drink, let's get the facts to this movie mm-hmm. out so we can start drinking our first of two drinks dealing with this movie. Oh, yeah. So Joe versus the Volcano came out in 1990. Great year. Uh, starring Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan, Lloyd Bridges is that weird rich guy. Mm-hmm. And then... I'm giving a shout out to Ozzy Davis because he was my favorite. And that's Marshall, the driver. I loved Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. He he was the best. Direct. What were you going to say? I was going to ask you if you could please tell me the name of the Unsolved Mysteries guy. Are you too young for that? No. So the dude from Unsolved Mysteries, like old school Unsolved Mysteries, is in this. Wait, he is? Yes, that's the doctor. 
Robert Stack? Yeah. I didn't know that that was that guy. Yeah, isn't it? Now I'm questioning myself, but I'm fairly certain that's him. Unsolved Mysteries, right? I don't... Hang on, where is it? Where is it? No, no! So who's the Unsolved Mysteries dude? (sighs) Let me look it up since we're on this. There's like people shouting at the podcast. You idiots, it's this guy. I know. Because that's what we would be doing. Absolutely. And then I think his boss at the factory was at Don Hyeda. I'm asking you that as you're looking something else up. It's Robert Stack. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. But why wouldn't it be listed on IMDb? I don't know. Bastards. (laughs) Did you go to his filmography? Maybe that's why. Or did you just scroll through the thingy? Oh, uh, no, I went to the filmography. Uh, but I don't know. Okay. Well, what else? What were... The boss, was that Don Hyeda? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. He's, he's also well known, I felt. He was in, what was it, Moonstruck? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> no. He wasn't in Moonstruck. Wasn't he the dad or something? What is wrong with me? No, the dad was another well-known actor who was not Don Hyeda. He's in a bunch of shit. We know him from Clueless, though. Yes, he's the dad in Clueless. That's, That's right. I swear I've seen him in another rom-com. He's been in a billion different movies. He, yeah, he has. So, as you can see, this is going to be quite the struggle for whatever reason today. We are all over the place. Maybe alcohol will focus us. I think so. Um, the, this drink is called the Brain Cloud, and as I said, um, it's from Cinema Sips. If you haven't checked out that website, please do. There's a ton of good drinks and movies on there, and she also has Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, it is light rum, pineapple juice, and orange soda. Pop, if you're from Pittsburgh. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. It looks like a volcano. It does, with that foam on top. Mm-hmm. That is sweet. I don't think it's overbearing. Do you? A little bit, yeah. Oh. Um, do you like orange pop regularly? Mm-mm. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me that when we were picking this drink? Why would I? Whatever. <laughs> I really like orange pop. So that's why when I brought the sun kissed over and I was like, I'm taking this home with me. You were like, okay. <laughs> I was kind of like, please do. I do not want it here. Noted in my list of <laughs> things Marie doesn't like, orange pop. So sorry. I love orange pop. No, that's okay. Yeah, it's just, it, it is really sweet and it's playing against the pineapple juice. Against it. I yeah. think it's working with it. Mm, not to me. It's like the there's a it's creating a bitterness in the pineapple juice. Yeah. Okay. That's my taste buds. Do you ever and maybe it's just me, but do you ever watch someone eating and you're like, are they experiencing taste the same way I am? No, but I get that you would think that. So I always wonder that. In this instance, it's no. That's <laughs> correct. <laughs> so now I know the answer is not always yes. Wow. 
I, I used to like orange pop, but then my taste buds changed and mm. I don't anymore. It just makes me think of Good Burger. Who loves orange soda? Cal loves orange soda. I never watched it. Oh, I think that was my yeah. That was my time. That was like a little bit after your after school special time. Mm-hmm. It was a good show. Mine was more like the Amanda Bynes, like she was in my Nickelodeon shows. Keenan and Kel were on at the same time. Were they? Yeah. Like um, the Amanda Bynes show and all all that and figure it out and all that stuff. I don't remember figure it out. It was where you had like, it was basically like a Wheel of Fortune thing. Okay. Not really. You just had to guess words and phrases, but same concept. Right, right. Uh... You did watch my so-called life, though, right? Yes, I did. Did you see that BuzzFeed article about how Jared Leto wasn't invited for the Zoom reunion? No. (laughs) Why? Somebody deliberately asked him why he wasn't there, and he was like, oh, I don't know. I hope they had a good time, though. And then they asked him if he was invited, and he was like, I don't know. I'm sure I was. I must have missed it. That's awkward. He's like the main character on that. Well, he's probably a really big douche. Jordan Catalano. Loved him. The yeah. hair. Yeah. It was all about him. His big blue eyes. Mm-hmm. And now something happened. I really want to see Morbius. I do too. It looks good. But he's just the worst. He's, like, overtaking Pete Davidson for me. Like, lately I'm giving Pete Davidson a break because his one commercial is really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I've watched a few SNL skits with him, and they're kind of funny. So... So, Pete, Pete Davidson, you've worn us down to a nub, and we now like you. Congrats. You nubbed us. I don't... In a good way. In a good way. A good I way. betcha that's why he gets all the ladies. No, apparently he's just a really nice guy. Oh. I'm sure he still has a huge dick, though. I don't I don't know. I think that's what it is. That's my theory. <laughs> still going with that. <laughs> he's a really nice guy, and he's got a huge dick. <laughs> he got it all going for he's him. got it all. <laughs> uh, yeah. Jared Leto doesn't have it all going for him. No. His, his hair is, like, too... I think he just has a big ego, and that's what turns me off about him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, to me, he's a guy, and this is completely unfair because I don't know him. I haven't watched interviews with him. I've heard about him, and I know, like, he didn't know the pandemic was happening at the beginning because of his, like, yoga retreat or whatever. But to me, he'd be like a guy who is all about his art. I'm in method right now, and I think that's annoying. Yeah, I do too. I bet you he's really into crystals too. And like, yeah, I bet you he has a lot of healing crystals and marijuana. (laughs) Having said that, if you do like crystals, that's fine. They're pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry if I've just turned off so many listeners who like crystals. I just don't think they do anything for me personally, except look nice. Maybe it's all about creating the vibe you want to emulate. I need some work with my vibe. (laughs) We need to find your correct crystal that you need. 
Yeah. Okay, we'll work on that after the pod tonight. <laughs> I hope there's a Buzz- BuzzFeed quiz. Oh, there is. I've taken multiple ones. Of crystals? Yeah. Which crystals for you? I forget. <laughs> so clearly... <laughs> we need to revisit. <laughs> yeah. That's right. There is multiple crystal quizzes. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. By the way, this drink is really light alcohol-wise. How much rum was in it? One shot. Oh, that's super light. Yeah. So we're going to drink two. Like It's not going to like do anything. Right. Well, maybe that's for the best today. I guess I'll, <laughs> I'll probably drink when I get home. Uh, yes. So how's it going? <laughs> Great. I'm relieved to know that you are in the midst of the NLB inventing Anna. Yes. How many episodes are there? Nine. Okay. What do you want? I think I'm just on... I think I'm starting five. Okay. I believe. I think the next episode is her visiting her parents or something. Oh, no. I feel like that was later. I don't know. Okay. I can look it up. No. That's okay. Yeah. It's fascinating, though. I love all of the clothes. So do I. I also love her accent. Oh, I love the accent. I don't have time (laughs) for you. I do not have time for this. I do not have time for you. (laughs) It's so good. It's so good. (laughs) And how she doesn't push up her glasses with her, like, fingers. Oh, it's this. It's like... Almost her palm. It's like a... Yeah, like, I don't understand how that even... It looks like you're like a cat and you're trying to groom yourself (laughs) with your paw. I don't know how she does it, but it messes up my glasses. Oh, that wasn't bad. Yeah. Like, instead of, like, this or, like, Uh, grabbing grabbing it, it's Mm -hmm. something like that. (laughs) But, okay, I don't want to talk about it because you're not done with it yet. I'll try to work on that. But I just can't get enough of horror movies, and I'm sorry. You don't have to apologize for that. I feel like I should. We both watched Scream 5. Yes. I really liked it. It's fun. It was so good. I was surprised by one of the killers. And this isn't a spoiler because there's always two. If you watch a Scream movie, there's always two. Not a spoiler. Yeah, if you don't know that by now, you haven't watched any Screams. Mm-hmm. And there... Now that I'm thinking of it... There's is there- one that's one. Oh. Spoiler alert. I'll bleep it out. <laughs> there's one that's one, but there's rumored to be an accomplice. Oh. Yeah. I read all the facts for Scream <sighs> 5. And there are so many. There were 110 spoilers. Just the spoiler section. So I read a lot of facts about Scream. I remember the first one. I kind of remember the second one. Third and fourth ones, complete blanks. So forget the third one, but please do yourself a favor and rewatch the fourth. Okay. Because it's really good. Is that the one where Sydney's like a recluse, like a 911 operator? That's the third one. That's the third one. Yeah. Where she meets Patrick Dempsey. And remember whenever they say Mark? Yeah. That's Patrick Dempsey. I read that in the facts. I knew that myself. (laughs) 
not, I, I did watch these all recently, though. Sorry, spoiler alerts. I mean, if you haven't watched Scream 3, it was made in, like, 2004. Yeah. So, that's on you. <laughs> Scream 5, though, it was fun. I kept thinking I knew the main actress from somewhere, but I didn't. <laughs> no, I thought that, too. She has one of those faces. She's... I. I thought she was Lily James or Lily Collins or something, but she's not. She had great hair and great eyebrows. Seriously. So good. I also, I had just watched Studio 666 and Tara Mm -hmm. is in that movie. She, Jenny Ortega, Ortega, Ortega. I don't know. Ortega would be my gut. Yeah, Jenny Ortega's in a lot of things lately. She's going to be in that new movie, X. What's that? It's like a horror movie about these people trying to make a porn, and then they go to, like, I know, but supposedly it's getting really good reviews. Okay. So they go to this random barn and rent it off of somebody, and then bad things start happening. That seems like an awful idea. Agreed. Okay. Good. Glad we're on the same page. Yeah. There has to be better places to make a porn. I even... (laughs) Storage locker at this point? Like, don't go to, like, a weird bar. (laughs) I know. Field. Grassy field. Find a good tree stump. (laughs) What? It could be, like, a a surface. (laughs) Like Daniel Tiger's table. <laughs> like <laughs> Daniel Tiger's kitchen table that's just a stump. Now you know how Margaret was conceived. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Oh boy. Anywho. I haven't watched anything else though. No, we started. We started. Wait, did I watch something else? I can't remember now. I don't think so. We started um, Ted Bundy on Netflix. The tapes? Yes. Creepy. I'm underwhelmed after the first episode or second episode. I forget which one. Keep on it until they, like, arrest him. Okay. Because it's really... I found it kind of chilling. Bernard's been listening to a bunch of true crime podcasts. Oh, really? Yeah, so you'll have to talk to him about that. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. So let's move on from true crime to true rom-com. No, that didn't work. To do a versus volcano. Let's do it. Let's get a summary. This movie is about a man who is stuck in the day-to-day grind. He's very unhappy Goes to a doctor because he doesn't feel good. Finds out he has a brain cloud. This guy tells him he'll give him whatever he wants if he jumps into a volcano to sacrifice himself. And it shouldn't be hard because he's already dying. The end. Wow, I feel like that was really lackluster. I mean, that's the summary. I didn't t- I didn't want to tell you the full thing. There's three <laughs> Meg Ryans. And they go on a long boat ride. They do. And a shopping spree with Marshall. Marshall's the limo driver, and he's a delight. He was an absolute delight. You Mm -hmm. were correct. Uh, We needed more Marshall in this film. I know. 
I wish he was on the boat, but in a way I don't because the boat sank with everybody on it. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, they're dead. Poor Dagmar. <laughs> I know, right? Some random, was he Swedish or Norwegian? It was one of those two. Dagmar? Yeah. Dagmar was Amanda Plummer. So a woman. I thought Dagmar was a man's name. So did I, but Dagmar <laughs> was played by Amanda Plummer, the person who's in Pulp Fiction, Honey Bunny. <laughs> For sure a woman. <laughs> Sorry, Dagmar. I just went by the name. Yeah. I thought Dagmar would be a really good name for a cat or a dog. Mm-hmm. She's good at accents. <laughs> Unlike us. Yeah. Um, so, this movie was a lot of stuff. It felt very disjointed to me. I mean, I, I got... I got that... Tom Hanks was on a journey, like literal and metaphorical. I got that. I'm just not sure how the journey ended metaphorically. I like how at the end it said that they lived happily ever after. They didn't. They sh- they died at sea. <laughs> That's what the last note I wrote was like, they definitely died at sea. <laughs> Where the fuck they going? So I have information on that. That I'll talk about in my final thoughts. Okay. Uh, did you read the facts for this? I didn't. Okay. All right. So I got some stuff for you later on. I can't wait. I, I Maybe I should never read the facts so you can just sprinkle me with all of your knowledge. It's it's my thing. I love the facts. Pour some oh. sugar on. Pour some knowledge <laughs> on me. In the name of pop culture. <laughs> I was wondering how you were going to finish that. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I love that this movie was under two hours, significantly mm-hmm. under. Mm-hmm. Um, and today's cinema has really ruined me because I find I always have to fast forward through the credits to see if there is a post credit scene. I don't care when the movie was made now, I will fast forward it to double check. How often does that reward you? Not often. Okay. I was genuinely curious. I wasn't trying to be a dick. But I like sometimes when I don't do it, I find out there was something and then I'm pissed and yeah. I because I have to go back. Whatever. Yeah. And you know, it's not that easy sometimes because when you stream it, you have to fast forward through the whole fucking thing. And sometimes that's a hard thing on Disney Plus especially because it like it minimizes the screen mm-hmm. and then you have to click back onto it to see the end credits. Yeah. Disney, get your shit together. We need to know. Although it was very interesting, this is off topic, but you mentioned Disney Plus, but I'm going to, so I'm going to say that now that they have R-rated movies on there, you have to switch your um, parental guidance thing. So right now, our main thing is on PG-13 or TV-14, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, because that's all they had before. But now that they have rated our movies. They have rated our movies? It's not just like the Netflix Correct. So now they have rated our movies. You have to switch it to R. I forget what movie specifically I found out they had, but there's definitely like fucks in it. So. I'm all for rated R movies. <laughs> I love them. Same. <laughs> 
Language, violence, sex, nudity. Let's get it. Show me the nudity. (laughs) Remember whenever Game of Thrones was on and we used to cheer every time we saw the end for nudity? Or was that just me? We did that. No, we did that. Yeah. But I also feel bad now knowing that Amelia Clark felt pressured into doing nudity. She looked amazing, though. She did. I will say that. She just didn't want to do it. I know. But yes, we did cheer for nudity, and I still get excited when I see nudity. Me too. Should we we feel bad about that? I don't know. Listeners, email us. Don't email us that. (laughs) Don't email us and tell us we should feel bad. I, I lied. But I do get excited about nudity. Yeah, it's voyeuristic. Yeah. All right. That's okay. Um, all right. So I hated his long hair. I was shocked by it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seemed to be like a mullet. Yeah. And it was the 80s, right? Did you say it was in the 80s? 90. 90. That's right. 90. Great year. But yeah. Yeah. Great year. And I... I don't I don't know. Was it a mullet or was it long everywhere? I think it was more mullet-esque, but not a true mullet. Hmm. I was very surprised to see that. Like I I visibly went like, what? It went against kind of like the whole factory setting because everyone's in those drab clothes. Like they really emphasize the drudgery of the day-to-day. But that longer hair was like a little bit of rebellion mm-hmm. in there. Something weird about the opening of this was that it looked so drab and so it almost looked futuristic to me. I thought it was like a dystopian world for a second. I don't think you'd be wrong in that. Okay. Yeah. I Because, I mean, if you think about where he ends up, he ends up in paradise. I mean, that didn't exactly work out for him, too. But... Or anybody else on the island. <laughs> yeah. A lot of death in this movie? Like, basically an entire nation? Maybe it's like a statement. Like, there is no paradise out there. You have to make your own happiness? All right. Because day-to-day routine wasn't working for him. And then paradise didn't work out. <laughs> For anybody, as you pointed out. So. I truly was shocked that the volcano just, like, sank that entire island. I was like, well, shit. And he tried to sacrifice himself. (sighs) He did. Did it say why it didn't work? No. Okay. It just spit him out. (laughs) That's what I wanted to know. They touched the lava, and then it spit them out, and they were A-okay. Couldn't believe it. (laughs) Could not believe it. No burns or anything. Just some, like, black smudges. That's right. Some soot. Yes. Uh, I will say I was laughing in the beginning at all the rectal probe and petroleum (laughs) jelly references. And the testicle implant trophy that he had. Yes. Yeah, I did think those are funny. Like, this movie was bizarre, but I didn't hate it. I got a little bit bored with it. I'm not gonna... I agree. Okay. And we'll get to... I think we'll get to it. Okay. All right. Um, Unbelievability-wise... Wait, before we touch that. Mm-hmm. During the entrance, was it Michael Myers in the factory? 
like serial killer Michael Myers. I took a picture of it. Oh, yes. Leg day at the gym. Oh, (gasps) you okay? Yep. That was the cord. Thanks for saving the computer. I didn't move to help you, but I saved the computer. (laughs) That's the important part. So, in the very... I think that's Michael Myers. Man! Yeah. I don't know, though. Is this like a blue jumpsuit? It's really hard to tell. It might just be a guy. It was hard to tell, and there was nothing about it in the facts, but I see what I see there. Yeah, it for sure looks like Michael Myers. At least someone wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. That is so funny. Yeah. If it's not, I feel really bad. <laughs> sorry. If it's not, sorry about your face, guy. I don't mean to think it looks like well, a Michael Myers mask. I, uh, I don't... It's probably makeup or lighting. Yeah, and it, the reflection. It looks very waxy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so unbelievability. I don't even know where to start with this. It's real weird. Because, like, like I said at the beginning, like, the whole factory scene, mm-hmm. all of the, the OSHA problems that I see <laughs> in that workplace... I couldn't, like, you called it dystopian. I couldn't think of the word for when you're, like, a caricature. It Mm. was, like, a caricature Mm. of that type of life. Like, Mm -hmm. a real sarcastic model of it. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, pounding you over the head for a long time. And then he goes home to his house that should have been condemned. Like, it's literally crumbling. Yeah. Holes in the walls. Well, I guess if that's where I'm thinking about, if what you're talking about is what I'm thinking about, that's supposed to mimic a lightning bolt. Like, there was lightning bolt images all throughout this. Oh. Like, the company logo, Mm -hmm. that sidewalk they were going Mm. on, and then there was that, like, in his wall. Mm. Why? I think it has... I don't know. Number one, I don't know. My only way to tie into the movie as a whole is the lightning bolt and the typhoon that, like, sank the boat. Okay. Or something happened. I don't know. I, yeah. Okay. I think I'm trying to make this movie really fucking deep. No. I mean, if there's, like, a lot of lightning bolt images, then there's a lot of lightning bolt images. But... They also talked about that in the facts. Like, I'm not trying to no, like, I, take credit for it. But. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think you were. Okay. Yeah. It's... The whole doctor thing was really unbelievable. The whole visit with that. The way that the doctor talked to him. I... But it also was like, it was obviously a turning point in the movie because this is what spurred on all the action. Mm -hmm. But to me, like, everything before that was real pale in color. 
like all the suits, his walls at home, the factory itself, the lighting. And then when he opened, even the doctor's office, but then when he opened the doctor's door to enter his conference room, everything was saturated in color. Hmm. So there was that bright fire. It looked real red in there. And then when he left there, you had that bright red brick wall there. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely signaling some type of change. What do you think about him, like, seeing the Great Dane? Like, what's up with the Great Dane imagery? That's what I noticed. There's, like, four Great Danes in this movie. There was? Mm-hmm. I only picked up the one. And then there were two outside of the shops. I think whenever he was with Marshall, either whenever he was with Marshall or somewhere in L.A. Okay. So maybe there were only three. But I still. Did. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of Great Danes for one movie. It is. I don't know. Because that was strange to me. And then he hugged that lady. Uh-huh. I don't know if it was a sad hug or, like, a triumphant hug. I felt like it was a sad hug because he just found out he was dying. And I thought it was more of a happy hug that he felt he could finally live. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. We're like yin and yang over here. Mm-hmm. We still haven't talked about unbelievability all <laughs> No, we've touched on it. Yeah. The whole guy finding him. Linamore. Laramore. Gray Gray No More. That's the one. Gray No More. Ah. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Got it. And how he put more holes in his walls. That was very unbelievable to me. So I also wait, where So why did Tom Hanks have so many books and a ukulele at work? I get his job was boring. It's not like he's going to sit around playing the ukulele at work. Right. Yeah, that was weird. Were they aspirational? (laughs) Well, there was the Odyssey, uh, Romeo and Juliet. Was it the Counts of Monte Cristo? Mm, I don't remember. There were, I think he talked about three books. I know two of them. So, and they were all epic. So Mm -hmm. maybe against like a little bit of rebellion showing that he wants something epic in his life. I found it unbelievable that he shoved his boss against the wall. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's 1990. I feel like you could get away with that a little bit more than you can nowadays. Yeah. Because no one's sitting there recording it with their phone to replay to the police later. (laughs) Very true. And I was wondering what you thought about his whole persona changing after he finds out his diagnosis. Do you think that's possible? Yes. Okay. I feel like if it's like him, it's... I, I could see I could see why he like he's been living his life so carefully for so long and now he's like in a way kind of free. Mm-hmm. But I could also seeing it be like deep dark depression. I'm just going to crawl in a hole and die now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if like he had had family if that would have made it different. But yeah. Do you know what a superconductor is? I was going to ask you the same thing and what Barbaro is. I don't know. Bubero. 
I, I have no idea. I thought it was a bunch of bullshit. I thought that superconductor was not. I feel like superconductor is like metal. Um, superconductivity is a set of physical properties observed in certain materials where electrical resistance vanishes and magnetic flux fields are expelled from the material. Any material exhibiting these properties is a superconductor. Hmm. Yep, that does not make it. Materials which transport electrical charge without resistance. Yeah. There you go. Oh, look, examples. Aluminum, niobium, magnesium, diboride, cuprates, such as yttrium, barium, copper oxide, and iron nictides? Sure. All right. I learned something. <laughs> something you'll never use again. Do you know what a flibbertigibbet is? Is that a thing? Yeah. Flibbertigibbet is like a will of the wisp. Like someone who just flits from place to place okay. and like not very serious. The word annoyed me. Well, it, the only reason I know it is from the sound of music because they ah. call Maria a flibbertigibbet, a will of the wisp, a clown. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, what's your next unbelievability? Um, da, da, da. Oh, here it is. So, I thought that it was a huge problem that the doctor sought out Mr. Granamore to tell him about Joe's terminal mm-hmm. illness. Mm-hmm. Like, he should go to jail for that because that's a confidentiality thing. Oh, yeah. It's a huge breach of information. So, that was my next unbelievability. Mm-hmm. What about you? <sighs> Meg Ryan's accent as Angelica Graynamore. No I loved it. It was very Anna Delvey. <laughs> Do you think so? It's like she opens her mouth real wide all the time. Like, that's what I got whenever I heard it. See, I, I liked it. I thought that, it would, well, her character cracked me up. How she would go, oh, I have no response to that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, at least she's honest. Her poetry. Oh, so bad. Um, yeah, I, I really liked it. I found it unbelievable. I'm going twice in a row. Okay. Found it very unbelievable that it would be in a textbook that the Waponies like orange soda. That's like their greatest value and that they have no sense of direction. So now that you bring it up, let's just, let's just talk about it. Did you think this was, like, I was trying to figure out if it was offensive to indigenous peoples. So, I had that thought. And this is how I rationalized it. Okay. Because no one said anything about it. Right. So, they're Celtic, Jewish, and Polynesian. Okay. And I'm like, well, if they came to a Polynesian island and they all came together and, like, this is this weird kind of 
one in a million yeah melting pot if you will that's why i was able to forgive it but i did see like that one person blowing the horn at the top of the mountain or whatever and i was like "Ooh, this makes me cringe like a little bit it was more the pop cans integrated into the native dress for me. Did you see the one bikini that was made out of the pop cans? No, I did not. Literally, a can on each tit. Oh, my God. And she was pregnant. <laughs> did you, I can't believe you missed the pregnant lady's belly. I was, I was probably writing stuff down at that point because I, I did write a lot of stuff down. Um, I was caught... Because I was like, is that Nathan Lane? What is Nathan Lane doing? I think Nathan Lane was the native, like, the caller guy who would call things out. I'm fairly certain. I am, DB. What's going on? Nathan Lane. What? Bow the Waponi Advance Man. That is so... Bizarre. Uh huh. Yeah. So I was kind of like, I don't know how I feel about Nathan Lane being a native um, or an indigenous person. But now that you said they were this weird mishmash. It did. It said like they were a mix of Celtic, Jew. Because remember how they were like singing Havanagila? Yes. That's because there was a huge Jewish population. <laughs> It said that. This isn't me being inappropriate. Like, they no, literally no, said no. that. No, no, no. I believe you. Because I stopped and thought about this for such a long time. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Oh, wait. I remember where I saw that now. Okay. Ooh. Once we get to the boat, I have some good unbelievabilities. Okay. Um... So, even, like, I want to backtrack a little bit. He didn't even think about sacrificing himself to the volcano. The guy was like, you know, live like a king for three weeks and then sack. And he was like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. But he has the most boring life ever and he's going to die. I know, but I just still thought it was like, isn't he worried about the pain of burning up in a volcano? Like, I, that would be my fear. I honestly didn't find it unbelievable. Unbelievable. Then I stand corrected. That was my personal thought. I'm like, well, you're going to die anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then before he goes to L.A., I thought it was weird that he unpacked in his New York hotel room <laughs> to the extent that he did. Maybe it was like a moonstruck moment where he's like just chilling out with all of his stuff with fire on. <laughs> he like wraps himself <laughs> in his new clothes. <laughs> um, okay, now we can go to where he gets on the boat. Mm-hmm. I give two in a row, you give two in a row. Oh. Okay. Unless you don't want to. Um... Well, I really don't have that many unbelievabilities on the boat. The sunflower vases just chilling out on the boat? Didn't even pick up on it. There were vases of sunflowers everywhere. And they're not on, like, a cruise ship. They're on, like, a yacht with some pretty big waves. And they just have vases of sunflowers on the bridge? Mm. 
I'm not down with boat speak. Bow? Surface? Up top the deck. Okay. (laughs) And I thought it was crazy that those are standing the whole time. That's a great point. Um, How about the fishing scene with the shark? Oh my god. I laughed so hard. The shark had blue eyes and the eye the eyes wiggled. I loved it. Like the hammer part doesn't move. It doesn't this movie. <laughs> I laughed really hard. Yeah, it was perfect. I thought it was a little scary looking, actually. Like um like a prop that should be locked away forever. <laughs> oh, I thought it fit the I thought it fit. Um, okay. Go ahead. You're next. Uh him like just chilling out for days on his suitcases. Oh, out in the middle of the ocean? And, like, dancing. He's got a radio that can pick up signal in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Yes. First of all, my question is, is this where um, James Cameron got the idea for the Titanic and the boy being in the water and the girl being on, like, the thing? Because that's how it started. My second thought was, or... Did this movie get the idea from It's a Wonderful Life when he got the watertight luggage because the guy, James Stewart, says, if the boat goes down, I can float on this or use this as my boat. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, chicken or the egg here. James Cameron just sitting watching Joe versus the volcano, like taking furious notes, like mm-hmm. just like, oh, I got to remember this. I can put this in the Titanic. Yes. <laughs> Um, is there a really green fog that comes with the typhoon? I know tornadoes, but I don't know about typhoons. Meteorologists. Email us. <laughs> I feel like we've asked meteorologists to email us before. I don't remember. <laughs> Toasteromcoms at gmail.com. Does green fog accompany a typhoon? It did accompany the um, machines taking over the world in maximum overdrive. A green fog. <laughs> it was awesome. Well, if you go with Disney, green's evil, right? Like yeah. that lime green. So maybe that's... Mm-hmm. It all started from Stephen King's cocaine-driven film. Love that film. It's great. You should watch it. We really revisit it. I know I watched it when I was little. Inappropriate. There's a lot of gore in there. Well... <laughs> What, what do you want me to tell you? There's dead bodies everywhere in that movie. <laughs> Maybe why I don't like horror movies nowadays. <laughs> Except for Scream. Love Scream. Oh, Scream's fun. It's more like a mystery. Yeah. Who done it? Yeah. I like it. Give me an excuse. Um, I thought kissing in the typhoon was unbelievable. Who's doing that? You're, it's pouring down rain. It's a bad idea. Tom Hanks has no experience with the boat. Why is he even on deck? Yeah. Well, Dagmar told her to told him to watch over Patricia. Dagmar. Uh, 
um, yeah, it would have been a very salty kiss, too. Mm. Yeah. Like, ah, and just salt and... <laughs> I don't remember them kissing like that. Ah, a lot of tongue. You must have looked away. And I don't know that I would have classified the Tweedledee as a yacht. Mm-mm. Sailboat, I think, mm-hmm. but not a yacht. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page. Having said that, I don't have experience with boats. So yacht masters, email us. Toastaromcoms at gmail.com. Was this a yacht? I feel like yachts are more luxurious, and this was more like a do-it-yourself, like the steering wheel itself that yeah. was on the deck, and it's like a, the a sail sails. Right. Yes, the, sa- the, the sails. Yachts don't have sails. They're more motory. Yes. Okay. Good call. <laughs> Glad we got there. <laughs> I agree with you. The dancing on the trunks in the middle of the ocean. I said absolutely not. Within 12 hours, he'd be dying of sunburn and dehydration. Which is wild because he keeps opening his trunk to get all this putting gear out and shit, but he's not, like, getting clothes to cover his skin. Mm-hmm. He takes care of Meg Ryan, though. Great care of her. Yeah. Feeds her all the water, one cap at a time, because <laughs> that's going to be enough. And I'm sure it was sparkling water, too. It, it was. Uh, yeah. Pellegrino. <laughs> Thank God he bought all that luggage. He foresaw this. But how much do you want a violin case bar? Oh, it was awesome. I want it so bad. Amazon. (laughs) I'm checking it out right now. Oh, please have a violin bar. Mm. No. Mm. Sorry. Nope, just a whole lot of actual violin gear. Disappointing. Okay. Anywho. Um, I loved how... Nope, your turn. I mean... Do I have to say it? The pop cans incorporated into the tribal wear? I... If they're working in the sun, those would get super hot, too. Ooh, good call. Yeah. So. What if there's like a storm on the island and you get struck by lightning? Mmm. Because it's going to like, right? Yeah, it's a conductor. Yeah. A super? A super (laughs) conductor? Are the pop cans the beer barrow? I don't know. (laughs) Do we know how they keep getting orange pop? I know they talked about it, I think, but they continually have orange pop. Do you think that Grainamore, like, supplies it to them? Well, he should stop it, then, in order to get his mm. Bobaroo, Boobaroo. Mm. Did you wonder why there was a random duck on the island? Didn't even notice the duck. Yeah. There was a duck? But why wouldn't there be livestock? I just didn't think there would be a duck, because ducks aren't very tropical. Are they? We'll have to look for them when we're in Hawaii. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't think there's ducks in tropical places. I wonder how far ducks can fly. Good question. Email us. <laughs> Ornithologists. They do go to Florida. Florida's tropical, right? But, well, it's not an island. It's a peninsula. So it's still connected to land. 
Yeah, we need to know. Email us, toasteromcoms at gmail.com. Because that was definitely like a regular duck. It was white with an yellowish orange bill. Maybe Gray Namor shipped a bunch of ducks. They really duck love eggs. ducks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the whole preparation ritual for Joe. Loved it. <laughs> Loved it. I, I really felt bad for him about the banana. <laughs> <laughs> I love the contrast between Meg Ryan's experience and Joe's experience. So I didn't, he was getting beat with the raw fish. He started laughing. Though. Yeah. So I thought it, I thought it was funny. I liked it. There was... And then they smushed a banana all over his face. What else did they do? Um, the cold water. Did they dump cold water on him? Yeah, he was full on nude. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's torture. Oh, someone started licking his face. They sucked his toes! <laughs> they sucked his toes! Yes! <laughs> that's what it was. And he was like, what are you doing? Uh, and he, is that when he started going, that's enough, that's enough. <laughs> so. All right. Um, the entire ending, right? Yes. Can we just skip to the entire ending? They were shot out of a volcano. Then their luggage reappeared. And they survived by floating on it. That luggage did look real nice, though. Mm, huge. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's stop and do the next drink. Is that okay? That sounds great. And then we'll do obstacles. So, obstacles to Patricia. Who do we do obstacle? Like, what are, do we do, like, to the each Meg Ryan? I don't know. No, I think it's just the last one. Why? Well, he. Why are they all Meg Ryan? I think, so I think they're all McRyan because they all represent a different part of his character development. So, like, she's the caricature of where he is at that stage. Okay. I just was like, oh, maybe they ran out of money on the budget. Or maybe it was just like a comedy thing. Maybe. That could also be it. A comedy thing? <laughs> a comedy thing. Like yeah. a shtick, like the luggage shtick. Yeah, it could be. But I just, I figured it had a purpose. Okay, so just obstacles to being together with Patricia. Yeah. I feel like there's really only one. He's dying? Yeah. Bingo. Okay, good. That's what I feel like it is, too. Mm, okay, never mind. Because they seem to, like, kind of hit it off instantly. Mm-hmm. I feel... Mm, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I know. That's why I stopped, too. Chemistry. So, just with Patricia. Mm-hmm. They do spend a lot of time talking. Mm-hmm. One-on-one. And I'm glad they did. Because they have such a short amount of time together, you needed to see them interact more. I liked their scenes together, too. I liked the fishing scene a lot. 
I like that she's unwilling to stop talking to him at night that one, that whenever he goes to bed. Yeah. And they show that. Yeah. And she kind of is similar to him in a way. Like he has that, he has the brain fog, but she's soul sick. Mm. So they're kind of counterparts in that manner. Like, they both see something wrong with each other, I guess. Like, with themselves. Mm -hmm. So I put that as equal there. But I agree. The chemistry during the talk, the first night in the boat, was good. I really... So, this movie for me, aside from the shopping screen with Marshall... I feel like the only part that I truly was really entertained by was what from the moment he got to the dock to the end. So, like, the last 30 minutes. See, I thought the boat and the ocean scene took way too long. Really? Specifically the being stranded on the ocean. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is lasting fucking ever. They wanted to get their funny, like, putt-putt jokes in or whatever. I agree with you. Like, the whole moon thing. Yeah. I didn't need it. And I know it's, like, an existential, like, now he's happy he lived kind of whatever, but... I'm with you with the being stranded. I didn't think that the boat was too long, though. I liked all the... All those interactions. Yeah, you're right there. It was important that they get that time together. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I thought the next time they talked during that dinner on the deck was another good one. Where they were, like, talking about soul searching, kind of. He, like, he's not interested in himself. But he's fascinated by her, right? Mm-hmm. So showing that interest in her, whereas she has no interest in what the things of man or mm-hmm. something. So. I thought that was like a little like, mm, all right. Yeah, like every once in a while they would just put these things in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. I like that they were so honest with each other, though. Mm. It was like a relationship building kind of a thing. And I guess with Patricia, that's like Meg Ryan's like real look there. She looked fantastic. She really did. She looked so good. And then you see Joe's real look on the boat too. Cause like before he had the long hair and then he got it cut. And then he was in his jungle gym outfit. I love that hat. I know. But then eventually when he's on there, he's just himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going back to that honesty, I guess. Really like the proclamation of love on the island. So you had a hard time with it. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was so funny. Like, funny. Like, I love him and I haven't even slept with him. I just thought it was too soon for them to be in love. I didn't buy the love part of it. But they were both afraid to take the leap. This was the leap. For both of them, like, for different things in their lives. Like, he was, the only reason why he wasn't afraid to do something different with his life is because he was dying. And she was afraid to do something different because she was afraid of not being supported. Mm. And same with um, Angelica, too. 
Mm-hmm. So. I think that's a good point. I do like when he's like, I don't know about marriage. She goes, you're going to die in 30 seconds. Yeah. Make the commitment. It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah. And I liked them holding hands at the volcano and kind of talking and just being, I love you. Okay. I, I love you, too. Okay. I thought it was cute and funny. Yeah. I still think it was too soon for them to fall in love. Yeah. I get your rationale for it, but it just didn't sit well with me. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lose sleep over it. (laughs) Dear diary, today Marie didn't agree with me. I am mad. (laughs) I called our doctor to talk about it. (laughs) The doctor said I have a brain cloud from it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. We go to chemistry. Great. Awesome. Ready to move on. All right. So moment they fell in love. I just told you. I don't think they were in love. I think it's too soon. Listen, that is so funny you say that because there was some... I thought it was love at first sight. Really? When he's standing up above the boat and she starts calling him Felix? Yeah. Why did you think that was love at first sight? I don't know. Something seemed to click in them. She was fucking with him the whole time. It was so funny. It was funny. I like she kept calling him Felix. Or either that or is whenever she didn't want to say goodnight to him and stayed and talked. Okay. But you could, they don't have to be in love. Yeah. I just didn't see them being in love. I saw them. It was like the adrenaline thing. They were in a typhoon. Then they mm. got shipwrecked and he took care of her. And now they're standing on a volcano and they're about to die. So she's like, all right. Do you think they fucked on the trunks on the on the drift to wherever? I don't know. I mean, maybe that was their happily ever after before they died. I'm telling you. It doesn't say how long that ever after was for. They were so happy for 12 hours. <laughs> how long would it take for you to get in a fight with James? Immediately. <laughs> Five minutes? <laughs> Maybe less. <laughs> you? Oh, immediately. Yeah. Something. Yep. Something would be. It. I. I kept thinking about that movie, Open Water, mm. where the scuba people leave that married couple. That was scary. It's so scary because it's so real. Mm-hmm. And the way that they go, like back and forth with each other, you're like, yeah. That would happen. This is exactly how it would go. Yeah, I, I did not care for that movie. It was too much. Yep. Um, okay. So, do they stay together? Sure do. For all 12 hours of their <laughs> remaining <laughs> lives. Short commitment. <laughs> short commitment. Yeah. Now, wow. You think about that. I'm going to read you the alternative ending. Oh. The movie was reshot to change the ending, which was unpopular with test audiences. In the original ending, after Joe and Patricia are expelled by the volcano, they are rescued by the Tweedledum. On board are the rescued crew of the D, as well as Gray Namor and Dr. Ellison who turns out to be Graynamore's tax accountant and hatchet man by the name of Kenneth Hendmick. I love that ending! 
Granamore reveals he had Hendmick pose as a doctor to make Joe think he had a fatal disease. Hendmick pulls a gun on Joe to protect Granamore from Joe's anger and to allow Granamore to keep the yacht. Joe, having stared into the mouth of a volcano, calmly swipes the gun from Hindmick, then announces to Granamore that he and Patricia had gotten married by the chief. They both banish Granamore and Hindmick to the boat's dinghy in the middle of the ocean. Granamore tells Hindmick that he likes Joe and admits being banished in a small dinghy in the middle of the ocean is his price for being too greedy. I don't care for that part. And tells Hindmick to help him row home. Back at the Tweedledum, Joe and Patricia see the four steamer trunks popping to the surface with the chief riding the last one, brandishing his Toby, happily telling them he didn't lose his soul after all. Joe replies he didn't lose his either. The only remnant from the original ending is that in the end credits, you see an artist's rendition of the Tweedledum sailing off into the distance. Hmm. I would have liked that ending solely if it just ended with them picking them up. Okay. With the rescued crew, happy ending all around. And I don't think Joe would have been mad. I think he would have been like, all right. Like, I'm not mad at this journey that happened. Like, I'm alive now. Like, I don't care that you were lying. Like, I think he'd reached a point in his life. So, basically, they should have paid me to write the movie. (laughs) Huh. Well, that's one way to go. Don't you think that, like, fits better? I think everything fits better except for that scene in the dinghy. Mm-hmm. And the gun thing. Yeah. I don't think... I don't think that this ending showed any character development for Joe. Because then he started not feeling well again. Mm. Like, I had trouble with him backsliding. Mm-hmm. Um and so when that started happening, I was kind of like, well, then what the fuck's the point of the whole movie? Yes. So that's what bothered me about this ending. I, I completely <laughs> agree. I did appreciate that Meg Ryan was like, you didn't get a second opinion about something called a brain cloud? Yeah. <laughs> well, that makes sense to me. Iconic scene. Uh I hated the scene, but the moon. Oh, volcano. They're holding hands about to jump into the volcano? I don't know. There was just something about his silhouette with his arms raised up and kind of like realizing that life was worth living. Mm. Volcano. Okay. (laughs) Both important parts of the movie. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Would you watch this movie again? I think so. Would you? It's not going to be my first choice. Or my second or third or fourth or fifth. Okay, here's the question. What would you watch if you had the choice? And these are your only choices. Sleepless in Seattle or Joe versus a Volcano? Joe versus a Volcano. There you go. What would you rather watch? Joe versus a Volcano. All right. So, I, Yeah. I found it much more satisfying than mm-hmm. Sleepless in Seattle, probably because the love interests were together for more than two minutes <sighs> on screen. What a wild thing. Yeah. From Sleepless in Seattle. Like, that still gets me. It was unacceptable. I, yeah. So, there's not a, 
the alternative ending was like the big thing that I got from the facts and IMDb. I think that the lightning bolt thing, this was inspired by a Goofy short, like Goofy from Disney. I had a feeling that's who you're talking about. Called Hello Aloha. Um, Angelica's license plates. Good girl. And bad girl in the back. Oh, I only saw the front one. Yeah, in the back it reads bad two A's, girl. So I thought that was fun. That is fun. And then, so the old guy, Lloyd Bridges, had a cane with a duck on it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the duck that's on the island. Yes, it's connected because in French, the word for duck is canard, C-A-N-A-R-D. But in English, that word means a ruse or a hoax. So it goes back to Joe being, you know. Yeah. I have one final thought. I would love to hear this. Did you see, Dar- nope, did you see Mr. Grainamore's pipe? Oh, the boobies. And the jugs on that thing. I loved it. I loved it, too. I paused it and looked at it for a moment. What a suggestive <clears throat> looking pipe. And adds nothing to the movie. No, but I love that detail. <laughs> yes. That's so true. It had no... <laughs> He didn't need to bring that pipe out and smoke it. No, or just bring out a regular pipe. Or like, a cigarette. It's fine. Like yeah. anything. What if like that's his real pipe and he was like, I'm only going to do this movie if I can use my own pipe. I mean, did you really need Lloyd Bridges for that part? Couldn't you describe like any old man off the street? Who? What's he in? A lot of stuff. That's as far as I can. Good. That's as much as I can tell you. Cool, 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 cool. Um, he did a lot when he was younger. I mean, the name does sound familiar. Oh, that's Hot Shots with um Charlie Sheen. Yeah, got it. He was an airplane. Air- Robert Stack is an airplane as well. I believe you. I haven't watched Airplane in forever. You probably shouldn't believe me. <laughs> yeah, Lloyd Bridges is in a okay. Of shit. He is in okay. I didn't scroll far enough on Robert Stack's IMDb, by the way. <laughs> I just want to say that for the record. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, I know I've seen him in old movies, but I just cannot find which ones. That's fine. Okay. Um. So, martini glasses on this guy? Three. I was going to do the same thing. Three. Better than some rom-coms, but at the same time, kind of weird. Yeah, that beginning was just so weird to me. You can read a lot into this movie, as I obviously did <laughs> <laughs> more than I should have. Oh, how about that? There was a show called The Lloyd Bridges Show. That's funny. Last of the year. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. I, I like I said at the beginning, I found it kind of disjointed. Um, I found each part better than the last. Like, the first part, I got a little bored. The, the L.A. part was good. I liked that, but it just was a little slow for me. Yeah, it was it was slow, 
But definitely worth a watch if you've never seen it. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. Watch it once. Yeah. And then email us at a toast to rom-coms. Okay. <laughs> what you think about it. Um, if you like orange pop, drink this drink. If you don't, then don't drink it. It's light. There's one shot of rum in it. Like one ounce. Yeah. It's not a hard one to get down. I'm going to finish mine right now. Me too. That was a lie. I needed to take two drinks. The fizz got, the fizz got me. <laughs> All right. So I think next time we'll be finishing this up, right? You've got mail. You've got mail. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm very interested to see what you think of this movie. My biggest memory is that I was sick and I just put this on and watched the whole thing. And ever since then, I've had kind of like a soft spot for it. Mm-hmm. You get this. For yeah. Sure. That's why I love Star Wars so much. It was like my strep throat go-to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Strep throat was big in our household. Oh, God. I'll never forget. I threw up on a keyboard, like the computer keyboard. At home? Mm-hmm. In Kentucky. I don't remember that. And then I went to tell mom and dad that I didn't feel good. And before I, it came out of my mouth, vomit did on their bed. Like, I got up in the middle of the night, and I opened my mouth, and it was just bleh. (laughs) Do you remember how mom would always put the paper bag at the side of our bed if we were feeling Oh, my God. It's so funny. James always gets the car washing bucket whenever I'm too drunk. (laughs) And he puts it at the side of my bed. Yep. That's happened more often than I'd like to admit. (laughs) Uh, So tune in next time. You've got mail. You've got mail. Watch Inventing Anna on Netflix. It's good. Watch Scream 5. Yes. Please watch Scream 5. It's good. I liked it. It's fun. Um, It's streaming for free on Paramount Plus if you have it. Fucking A. I paid $5.99. I don't have Paramount Plus, though, I don't think. Who knows? Do you have Paramount Plus? Yeah. Damn. They have so many good, like, cheesy 70s and 80s horror movies on there. All right, guys. Until next time, please watch up. Drink up. And cheers. cheers.